Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called Getting to Know You. So I've been looking deeper at my relationship with my husband lately, wondering what could I do to make my marriage even better? How can I show up in such a way that allows the relationship to blossom in ways that I never could have imagined? So I'm aware enough at this point in the game to know that it's up to me and me alone, really, because I'm the one who decides how deep my relationship can get for me, right? Because I can only control my own behavior. I'm always holding the key in my pocket, and it's just whether or not I decide to use it. And I get really excited when I discover more ways to, for the relationship to grow. Now, I'm not saying at all that my husband doesn't have equal power. He does, but I don't have control over his choices, only mine. So one of the things I find fascinating in the female-male relationship is that even though I've known for a long time that there's a drastic difference between how men think and how women think, I mean, I read Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus like years ago, but still my first inclination will be to expect my husband to think like me in a pinch. (laughs) And this isn't fair. It's not fair at all. Because for one thing, the hormones that dominate how we think are very different with men and women. You know, men, not all men, but a majority of men are influenced by testosterone, which makes them really good at focusing on one task at a time, right? Working on it until it's complete before starting anything new. Now, women, not all, but a majority of us, are largely influenced by estrogen, making it easy for us to multitask, right? Evolutionary psychology has a good explanation for this, which, you know, goes back to the hunter-gatherer days. But I'll let you read about that on your own. My point is that our brains think differently, right? So if you ever find yourself thinking, I have no idea why they did this or that, that way. (laughs) It's a lot easier to understand if you start with the realization that our brains think about things very differently. And just know that both perspectives are equally valid and deserve consideration. <clears throat> you know, we both have something to add to the mix. And we both have a lot to learn from each other. So if instead of getting, you know, frustrated with the other person, because they're not seeing it the way you see it, instead, you know, maybe stop and consider how they might be seeing it and try to understand where they're coming from. You know, have curiosity instead of judgment, and and it'll take you a lot farther. So, 
here's some of the traps that I find myself in regularly. So I often want to explore a new idea or work through an issue with my husband. And I'll tend to get really excited during the discussion and often interrupt him while he's in the middle of, you know, responding to something that I said. You know, I'll jump ahead thinking I already understand what he's trying to say, you know, and um, throw out other new things to consider to move the conversation along faster or something like that when he hadn't even had a chance to fully express his thought. And this, you know, it happens more than I like to admit, <laughs> you know, or I'll ask him a question and before he has a chance to finish, I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw out another question. So he feels cut off. And luckily he'll tell me when I'm doing that, you know, he'll, you know, usually turn to me and like, you know, hey, you're, you know, you didn't even hear what I said. And oftentimes I'll say, oh, no, I, I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> and he'll say, okay, tell me what I was going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> and so I'll tell him what I thought he was going to say. And of course, yeah, maybe that is what he was going to say, but there was more that I missed out on. And looking back at partners I've had in the past, you know, when we've been in conversations and they've kind of stormed out, (laughs) you know, they'd leave without me realizing what had happened. I'd just be standing there going, well, what's wrong? What happened? I had no idea. So now if I want to have a deeper conversation, what I do is I make sure to pause a lot longer than I'm comfortable (laughs) to let him finish what he's saying, to give him room and space, you know, to communicate his perspective. And when I do this, you know, we both win. One, he feels heard. And and another, I discover a lot more than I would have if I had jumped ahead and just assumed I already knew what he was going to say. So, um... Alison Armstrong, who wrote The Queen's Code, um, likes to talk about how men have to kind of walk down into their vault to pull out the right file that holds the answer to your question. So if you interject while they're walking down the staircase, you're going to miss out on the goods. (laughs) So ladies... If you ask your guy a question, don't interject until he gets to the part where he says, okay, I'm done, or all right, that's it. (laughs) So if you've never heard your dude say that, well, you may not have given him a chance to finish. (laughs) Yeah, and anyway, interrupting is just rude right? Nobody wants to be interrupted. We all want to feel heard. So it's important to listen or to learn how to listen in a way that your partner feels heard. And this isn't just for your partners, for anybody. And you might want to do your own research here, you know, notice your partner's body language, how they respond to you, 
You know, it'll tell you so much, pretty much everything you need to know about how the conversation's going. You know, is their posture open and engaged? Or are they tense and closed up? Are they clenching their fist or their face or their jaw? <laughs> or are they smiling? You know, it's, it's pretty basic. You know, are they standing up straight and tall? Or are they slumping down, feeling beaten down or defeated? You know, look, look for these cues. <laughs> Notice whether they're receiving what you're saying or if it's shutting them down. So if you notice that your partner's, you know, shutting down or they're not responding well to the conversation, it's probably time to back off a little and find out how they're doing, right? Because if they're shut down, they're not receptive to what you're saying. So you might as well be talking to a brick wall, right? The door is locked, closed for business. So instead of getting frustrated that you feel like they're not listening to you, get curious about why. You know, most likely they're not responding well to your approach. That's it. It's just your approach. And you can always change your approach. <laughs> you, know, you can always have another game plan. You may not know what it is now, but you could find out how they would receive things differently. I, I like to um, ask my husband, how could I have said this particular thing <clears throat> in a way that you could hear it? And he'll tell me. He's not afraid to tell me um, how I could have done it better. <laughs> and and I'm, a, I'm a student of life, so I'm open to listening. You know, it's only going to make it better for me, right? Yeah. So... Instead of getting louder or more intense or, or getting frustrated, find out what you've said that's, that's causing them to shut, out, shut down. And this will be an easy way to get your foot back in the door, you know, back into their good graces. Yeah, get them to receive what you're, what you're trying to say, you know, so it can land in a way that it's being heard. So if you want to be heard... You have to make sure you're communicating in such a way that your partner's hearing you, right? Win-win. Because you can count on the fact that you really need to be patient also. Um, because, you know, you it, it may be that you've been uh, using the same approach for a long time without realizing it. And so they're just expecting you <laughs> to show up in a certain way. And so they've got their, you know, defenses up when you say, hey, we need to talk. And they're like, <gasps> they stop breathing. <laughs> so here's another one that I'm guilty of. So I'll ask my husband to help me with something. And then if he doesn't act fast enough, I just do it. I just do it myself. Um, and, and I used to do it in such a way that I would kind of be annoyed that he didn't do it and that I'm having to do it. And I'd make up some kind of story in my head, a martyr story, of course, like something like, well, I guess I just have to do it all myself. <laughs> but luckily I learned that I needed to have more patience. I needed to learn that, you know, he will get to it. 
he may be in the middle of something else right now. (laughs) And that something else may not look like anything important to me, but for him, it may be important. You know, he may just be standing there thinking about something important, (laughs) you know? And so he may need a minute or two or five or even 10 to switch gears. But I'll still catch myself doing this behavior. But now I'll kind of laugh at myself, at my own impatience, right? So I won't be resentful that he didn't do it. I'll kind of giggle and be like, oh, honey, you didn't even give him time. (laughs) Instead of being annoyed, right? And I might even laugh with him about my own lack of patience. So he doesn't feel hurt, you know, in any way, that I didn't let him do what I asked him to do. Because the truth is, um, it's the nature of men to provide for their partners. It it is. I mean, um, that goes back into their DNA, right? They want to they want to be able to provide on some level. And if you search, you'll find it. I promise. Yeah. So I've learned um that this behavior of asking for something and then doing it myself can can be emasculating on many levels. You know, because it sends out a message that, you know, I don't trust that he can do it or that he's going to do it, right? So I don't trust him. Um, But it also takes away his opportunity to provide for me and make me happy in some way, right? Which can be kind of damaging for the relationship. So... Over the years, I've learned these little things that have really made our relationship better. And I'm still searching. And, you know, as I find out more, well, I'll have another podcast about it. So just some food for thought. If you've ever felt um, frustrated in relationship, you know, um, just try to remember that men and women are very different in the way that they think. And it's actually a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, we both have something to bring to the relationship. But, you know, if you, um, if you find a, a way to stop and look through a different lens just for a minute. You know, look through another lens. Look through their lens and have them teach you how to look through their lens by listening to how they see it. And be curious. Be curious. Because then you'll really begin to appreciate the gifts. Yeah. Blessed be. If you want to find out more about life coaching, 
you can visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com. And I can't wait to see you there. Peace and blessings.